it's time for Love Talk with the Love Ladies, Kathy, Carrie, and Evelyn. Love talking today about a heart full of thankfulness. Thank you, Gabby. This is Evelyn Davison in the studio. Pumped and excited and just can't wait. See what goes <laughs> through today with Love Talk and with the Sisters Carrie. Miss Evelyn, I've never heard you say pumped. I love it. I love it. We are pumped and we are ready. I'm rubbing off on you, Miss Evelyn. We're pumped and we are ready. That's right. It's great to be in studio today. This is Coach Carrie Brinkater, and I am thrilled to be with you today here right after Christmas. Oh, Miss Evelyn, what a beautiful time. And, of course, on the line we have our good friend, Kathy Enderbrock. Hi, Kath. Hey, good morning, Carrie. Good morning, Miss Evelyn. You know, <clears throat> I still want to wish everyone Merry Christmas. Well, I'm just we're like, still living in yes, it. We are still, we're still right there. I mean, it's Christmas week. It's just been in a wonderful, wonderful week. The new year is not here yet, so it's still Christmas time in my book. That's right. I agree. I agree. Christmas cheer all around, for sure, for sure. It is the season of Advent, and there's one more week left in our Advent calendar, right, Kathy? Oh my gosh, it has been such a great series that we've been walking through. And it's really helped me this Christmas to kind of, you know, get, I guess you would call it refocused and, and kind of more spiritually centered and put things in perspective. I mean, you, you just look at everything that's going on around us, especially during the Christmas season. You know, I'm just like, come on, Democrats, don't you have something better to do <laughs> right? than just continue with what you're doing? It's, I mean, I just, it's, I think it's shameful and awful. And, and I, you know, I discussed this with my other Christian friends and, and other non-Christian friends. I mean, it just has tended to be the topic of, of discussion, but it's always great to be able to return the topic of discussion where it belongs. And that's to Jesus Christ. So, I mean, that is what this season is all about. And this entire series that we've been going through, Carrie Evelyn with joy and peace and hope and today we get to finish off the series talking about love oh and and during this season of advent when it sometimes feels like oh lord you know it, it's such there's it's such a period of darkness but then he says no 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 no, baby hmm. i'm the light and i this is one light that does not go out and so it's been really incredible going through this series with love talk and really experiencing the presence of Christ and enjoying the light that he brings and the hope that he brings the joy and the peace that he brings and the love that he brings and so love is our kind of our final advent topic for Christmas and Christmas really declares the love of God I mean it it, it is it just shouts the love of God and Christmas exists because God so deeply, completely, and passionately loved mankind that he sent his only son to save the world and to save it, save a world that was lost in darkness and in sin. And so the birth of Jesus Christ declares that that same love to all who will listen. And I've been listening as much as I can these past four weeks, Evelyn and Carrie. Well, you know, it is exciting that we have the opportunity to, to do what we do here on Love Talk. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the biggest subject always is love, God's love for us, and how he manifested that in a way that we can receive it and give it away. And that's what we do here on Love Talk. You know, Miss Evelyn, when I joined this show with you, 
years ago, I thought, how on earth are we going to talk about love every week? How are we going to talk about love every week? (laughs) (laughs) I have, I, I have learned that there is an, there are infinite ways mm-hmm. to talk about love. Whether we're whether our topic is solely on love, like it is today, um, which it's not very often. I mean, we've talked about uh-huh. all kinds of things, right? But it always comes back to God's love mm-hmm. for us. You know, when you look at it, and and I hate to use that word, you know, because we do know. Mm-hmm. And our, our goal is to make it known that Jesus Christ completely fills God's plan for love back and forth. He loves us. We love him. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that you work on. It's something you accept and you and you multiply. Mm-hmm. Uh and, of course, the scripture that sets all of this in motion for us is John three sixteen, And I can remember that was probably one of the first scriptures that I learned. Um, we had a little uh, contest going in, the boys against the girls. Ooh, yes. And <laughs> It's always a good contest. Yeah. And, and the thing that was so funny was uh, they said uh, the best, best scripture is Jesus wept. <laughs> Jesus wept <laughs> to get us confused, you know, silliness. But, you know, it created in us a desire to know the Lord Jesus and experience that love. And, and, it, and the scripture is so plain in that regard. It says, for God loved. Hmm. How much did he love? He loved the world that he gave the one price that he had, his son, Jesus Christ, that whoever believes in him should what? Not perish, but have what? Everlasting life, eternal life, a full life. That word everlasting, Miss Evelyn, I mean, it means always, infinite, forever. Life forever. Not changeable. Not changeable. Um, and, and you can't return it and get your money back. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And this verse wraps up. Um, what we believe so well that this free gift is given to us of love, and it's up to us to accept that gift. It is, and you know, it's been a busy season for us. We've got so many things going. We have a new book we're in the in the middle of. Carrie, so excited uh, for yeah. you. <laughs> Uh, Kathy, <laughs> uh, my reminder. I know, today. Evelyn. I can't wait. Oh, I know. Uh, one of the things that is so important for us <clears throat> as women of the word we are women of the word is to portray in our lifestyle a picture of what it means to be honored and lifted up and um <clears throat> when mary uh when the angel appeared to mary and discussed what was ahead for her uh mary knew it would be hard She knew her life would change. And that's true for us today. You know, if we really take on that that love guard, that hope, the joy, the peace, and especially the love in our life to live it out, it's a full-time job. It is because so many times little things in life will bring us down. And uh, when we take our eyes off of the true meaning of what we're doing here um 
it's it's unbelievable the things that can that can throw us off the path. We could uh, talk about love for ten years. You know, Miss Evelyn, we could. We absolutely could. So, Kathy, during this Advent season, what an absolute blessing uh, it has been to to share this time with you gals and talk through uh, hope, joy, peace, and love. So, for this Advent season, Kath, could you share with us? Um, how these things have impacted you this Christmas, whether it's been an emphasis on hope or joy or peace or love or maybe a combination of all four. You know, Carrie, I have found that it that each week that topic was exactly what I needed to focus on. That week. I mean, I'm telling you, when we started out the first of December and we focused on hope, and and being able to realize that there's so much that that Christ brings into our lives, and there's that and the promise that God had given us in Christ started thousands of years ago, and so we have these promises and promises, and then we get to see God's fulfillment of those promises, and it just it really emphasized with me that God is a God of his word and that he is faithful to his word and that he's faithful to us and that he would never abandon us. And and when we focused on joy, getting to experience the the exciting electric joy that this season emphasizes and brings, it's just encouraged me to take that joy all through the new year and to take a different perspective on the new year, not just to experience the joy right now, but all year as we head into 2020 and peace. That is probably something that I, I need the most is, is that peace that God brings and that peace that covers our hearts and covers our minds. When sometimes we feel like we get in such, such turmoil and that there is so many things to be concerned about and so much happening I love that God gives us peace in the midst of it and and getting to focus on love. When I was writing the notes of this program, you know, God's love is like no other. And that's something that, that we're going to be talking about today. And the fact that, that love is so twisted and misused and misunderstood in our society and in our nation and in our world, there's so many counterfeits loves that get sold as mm. love and so as as I was preparing notes for this program kind of getting deep and down into what what is God's love like what does his love do what does his love feel like what is the experience of his love oh my gosh it's just it's it's been like a, a, a trap door that's been opened in my soul that mm-hmm. has just flooded my heart this Christmas and it's exactly what I needed Mm. I hear you. What about you, Miss Evelyn? What has impacted you the most about this Advent season? I think that the the freedom that we have uh, in this nation to do what you and I and this radio station and Kathy do every week. We This has been an exciting year for us because it's the 35th year of love talk. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know many women have done anything for 35 years. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it's not the history. I mean, it's not the time. It's what God does when we let him control. And that's why love is so important because love is controller. 
It's it's like a phonograph. It's I mean it's it's solid. God's love is solid for he loved us enough that he gave first. So as we come to know the reality of the love of the Lord Jesus, we give our heart, our life, our means to the Lord Jesus. Mm. And it is a complete circle that cannot be broken. So beautiful. We pray this Advent season that you have experienced in some way hope, joy, peace, and love. When we return to Love Talk, we will continue to talk about love with the Love Ladies right after this. (laughs) And welcome back, friends, to Love Talk. In studio, Evelyn Davison, Coach Carrie Brinkater, and I'm Kathy Indebrock. I'm just having so much fun uh, calling in from Boise, Idaho today. But you have joined us for Love Talk in Central Texas on 101.1 FM and 1120 AM here on the Bridge Radio Station. Today's Christian Talk. Well, we are celebrating joy and hope and peace and love this Christmas season as we're building bridges of love and leadership. And today we're talking about love. And Carrie, when we were going out of our first segment, um, you had asked Evelyn and I what impact these Advent topics have really made uh, this Christmas season in our lives. And, and I, I just want to ask you that, that same question as we've gone through these Advent topics of, of joy and hope and peace and love. How, how has that impacted you and your family this Christmas? Well, I don't know. This, this topic of joy keeps coming up over and over and over again. And I think that word has just really impacted me, not only these last couple of weeks, but really just over the last six months for sure. And, you know, as I think about this story of Mary, and like you mentioned, Miss Evelyn, how the angel came to her and said, hey, um, by the way, you're gonna have a baby, um, and said, what's that? <laughs> right, um, you know, and how she reacted to that angel in a way that was um, so gracious and and just. I mean, of course, she was in shock, and and I'm sure it took her some time to process. But I love the way that she went to her cousin Elizabeth. And she was excited to share her news. And I, I can almost picture her running there, right? Like, whoa, I got to go tell mm-hmm. Elizabeth. And I can kind of picture her running there. You know, when you have news that's so exciting or you just have something you need to share. And so you pick up the phone and you call your friend or you call your mom or you call your brother or your sister or your husband or whoever it may be. And you're so excited to share it. And how when she shared that, and Elizabeth was pregnant with John the Baptist, and how the scripture tells us that he leapt, that she she felt him leap for joy in her womb. When was the last time, Miss Evelyn, that we were so excited to share something, that we ran, that we called as quickly as we could, that we leapt for joy? And it's really impacted me that we should be that excited to share Jesus every single day. That the, the, the love and joy and peace and hope that he gives us fills those holes that we try to stuff with stuff. It fills those holes that we try to, try to stuff with relationships and, and addictions and, and, and TV shows and, and just mindless entertainment. And, when we know that joy of Jesus, man, it should be that thing that we're just running to share, leaping for joy. 
to share. So I, I think that's really um, been something I've kind of been mulling over this Christmas season as I try to take some time to enjoy my kids um, who are so busy. And when I get those precious moments, like tonight, everybody's going to be home by 730. <laughs> I can't wait. Right? Like it's, um, you know, that that's exciting to me. Okay, 730. What are we going to do at 730? And I, I like this idea from Kathy. Just go outside and look at the stars. It's so crisp and nice outside. And, um, and uh, just taking that time to really appreciate this time of year and, and the blessings that we have around us. So today, as we walk through our final week of Advent, I, I hope that you have found our uh, archives by now on Love Talk Network. Uh, you can find each of these shows that we have done on hope, joy, and peace so far in any of our past archives. That's Love Talk Network. And uh, it's a great resource, and you can listen to those anytime. So uh, today, we're going to walk through four key aspects of God's love that we experience and see demonstrated through Christmas. We'll start with the L in love. It's a love like no other, right, Kath? That's that's exactly right. And, I, you know, I want us today, Miss Evelyn and, and Coach Carrie, to try and describe this love that we get to experience and this love that that God just pours out on us. And, and it is a love that is, it is like no other. I, I have a mom who has just loved me so well and a dad that has loved me so well. And I mean, I, I just got the cream of the crop when it comes to husbands and, and their love is, is so warm and um, has given so much, but the love of God it still is above and beyond that. And, you know, at Christmas time, we think, you know, just like a king born in a lowly manger, just like a baby born to a virgin, just like God, creator of all things, taking on human flesh in the form of a baby, the love of God is extraordinary. It's, it's, it's unexpected and it's like no other love we will ever know. And, I wanted to share a few descriptions of, of God's love when we go straight into his word to, to try and help us to understand what it's like. You know, there's so many counterfeits out there um, that get sold as love that, boy, they, they're not love. They, they hurt and they tear down and they destroy. But, but God's love, I, I want to read a few scriptures. There's kind of a composite from 1 Corinthians 14. And... It, it describes what love is like, and it's almost like a character description of God. It's, there's, it, God's love is a love that is patient and kind. So it, it's a love that, that doesn't envy. It's a love that is not prideful or boastful. Um, it, it's a love that doesn't dishonor others, and it's a love that's not selfish. And I love this one. It's a love that is not easily angered mm-hmm. and it keeps no record of wrongs. That's one of the things that I'm most thankful for is that God's love keeps no record of wrongs. And it's a love that never delights in evil, but always rejoices in the truth. It, it always perseveres and always protects. And it's a love that we can count on to never fail. And when we go into first John, he, he writes that it's a love. God's love is a love that it loves us first. 
and and it's a love that reaches out to sinners who don't even deserve it. So God doesn't wait for us to clean up our act before he loves us. He loves us when we are just covered in in filth and living in darkness and he reaches out to us. And in Ephesians chapter 3, um Paul talks about explaining God's love that it's it's deeper than we can fathom. It's wider than we can imagine. It's it's higher than the highest of heights and it's a love that lasts longer than a thousand lifetimes. And it it this is this is the kind of love that that Christmas declares, a love mm-hmm. that is like no other. And Miss Evelyn, it's a love that we are made for. Right. I mean, we were we were made for this kind of love. We weren't made for a little love. We were made for this huge life-giving love. And so Carrie, I have a question for you though because sometimes and this is something I've struggled with when when I think of a baby lying in a manger over Christmas and I think of a it makes me think of a kind of love that is sweet and it's gentle. It's great for kind of tucking us into bed each night, but it lacks an excitement to get us out of bed the next morning. You know what I'm saying? I mean, do you think that's what God's love is like, just this sweet and gentle kind of love? Well, it it is gentle and kind, but it's never boring. (laughs) (laughs) Never. Right, Miss Evelyn? It's cooking for big time. You know, that's kind of like holidays are. You get all the ingredients together. Mm. You know, if you're going to have turkey, you got to have dressing. You know, that's what love is. It's putting it all together. Putting it all together, whether it's, you know, pain or it's disappointment or it's fear, you let love take care of it. That's what Jesus came for. It's a great way to put it. And, you know, whenever you look back at these characteristics, Miss Evelyn, um, that love is patient and it's kind and it doesn't envy it. You know, I, I want you to think about the relationship that um, is most important to you. Maybe that's um, the relationship with your spouse or with your children or with your parents um, or with your best friend. Uh, you know, how many of these do we exhibit on a daily basis in our own lives? You know, which ones do we struggle with? Um, boy, I know well, which ones you, I struggle there's with. There's one you left out of there. Oh, what's that? Love for self. Mm. Have you ever thought about that? You gotta wow. love the life that the Lord Jesus gives us. And you that, always throw me for a loop, Miss Evelyn. I That's know. so right. And it starts with the soul, the mind, will, and emotions. All three of those things come together to make a, a gift of love. Wow. Mm. So let's think about that, listening friends. You know, are we kind with ourselves? Are we, are 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 we um, slow to get angry with ourselves when we make a mistake? Are we gentle with ourselves? Um, are you keeping track of those those times you've messed up? You bet. You know? <laughs> Go in my diary. <laughs> Go in. What about you, Kathy? No, I agree. Sometimes we need to let ourselves off the hook, Carrie. Uh-huh. And if right. God made us in His image. We have to love that image that he has built into us. Right. And, and, you know, I think that's right. Love rightly placed. Wow. And so, you know, when you think about it like that, Miss Evelyn, what, what Christ gives to us is perfect. Mm-hmm. And when we look at these characteristics, that's exciting. Nobody's judge. He's not judging me. 
He's he's not keeping a record of all the things I've I've done wrong. He's not he's not going to be mad at me if I say something that's a little out of step. He's going to be slow to anger. He's going to be patient mm-hmm. and kind with me. He's going to be gentle with me. He's going to guide me in those directions and gently rebuke me when I am wrong. Gently rebuke me when I when I do say things I shouldn't say. And and he's delighted in the truth. He's going to protect me. Wow, that's exciting, Kathy. That's the thing that gets you out of bed. You're right. When you think about a little baby in a manger, that's cuddly and sweet. But but these things are what get us out of bed and light this fire in us and for him. And that's our next step of love. When we return to love talk and continue to talk about love. Kathy walked us through this love is like no other. When we return to love talk, we'll look at that O in love, that it is on fire for us. Right here with the love ladies, right after this. And welcome back, friends. This is Kathy Enderbrock on Love Talk. In the studio today, the beautiful Ms. Evelyn Davison, the First Lady of Love, and Coach Carrie Brinkater. Friends, I just am loving talking about the love that we get to experience at Christmas, the love that that Christmas declares God's love, a love that is like no other. And listening, friends, I hope that that, um, you're just enjoying today's program talking about this incredible love that God declares at Christmas. And in our first segment, we got into the verses that talk about what God's love is like. And Miss Evelyn, I love that you said we have to remember that we're supposed to be loving ourselves as well. Mm-hmm. And I think we forget that sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Carrie, we talked briefly about, you know, this love of God. It sometimes, you know, we talk about the the kindness of God and, and the gentleness of God and the patience of God. And Sometimes it just kind of seems like this sweet love, but and it is a sweet love, but it's also a love that is on fire mm. for us. And so I want us to talk about that. So the L in love is a love that is like no other. The O in love is love that is on fire for us. Carrie, can you kind of help take us through how how, how is God's love on fire for us? It, it, it's patient and kind and sweet and gentle, yet it's on fire. Fire? How does that work? Yes. Well, I, you know, you think about the Christmas star and how it, it lit the way for people to be able to find the Messiah. And, you know, people were confused, right? Because they, they thought this whole time that it's going to be a king, a grown man, a king, a king in robes, and it was this baby. And, um, it, 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 but this star lit the way. And I, you know, I think about when I've been yeah. camping and there's a full moon and you can, and I mean, the moon just is so bright that it lights things up. God's love is that great burning light directing our way through the darkness and fueling our hearts. Oh, what, what a glorious picture that is. So in both the Old Testament and the New Testament, girls, love is mentioned so many times. It's a focal point. It's central to who God is, what he does, and why he does it. Who he is, what he does, and why he does it. So there's two words in the Old Testament, so that's in the Hebrew, that refer to God's love. And it's mentioned 
great love, great love, Miss Evelyn. Not mm-hmm. puny love, not a little bit of love. Yeah, but half a day love. Half day, right. <laughs> Nighttime <Yeah>. love. <laughs> exactly. Great love is mentioned 248 times. Mm-hmm. And in the Hebrew, it's pronounced hased. And it means loving kindness, mercy, desire, a zeal towards one another. Often translated unfailing love. Look at that. A zeal towards one another. That is a that is a love that is on fire for us when you think of zeal. You, know, you think of hot pursuit, right? Get the job done. That's right. And that it's mentioned 248 times. It must be important. Another uh, form of love that's mentioned 48 times in the Old Testament in the Hebrew is faithful love. And that's imuna. Oh, that's fun to say. Imuna, firmness, steadfast, steadiness. It's because of God's firm, steadfast love that his children can say that he's a rock to stand on. You know, Miss Evelyn, I know you you have loved Van now for over 70 years. And I've heard you call him your rock. Mm-hmm. And that's what God, that's the sent for us through Jesus, is this rock that's that's unfailing, unswerving, immovable, mm-hmm. firm. When we get out of bed in the morning and our heat hit that hit that floor, <laughs> God's love steadies everything beneath our feet and fuels our hearts for that coming day because we know that He's not moving. It's not a moving target with Him. We don't have to guess where He stands. We don't have to guess. Where where our love is. We don't have to say, okay, does he love me today? Yes, he loves you today. And he's on, that love is on fire for us. Now then, Matthew 24, 12 says, it tells us that as we near the end of times, the love of, of most will grow old. This is a warning for us. The love of most will grow old. Only through abiding in a relationship with Jesus can we keep our love hot and steady. That's a warning, friends. That when we take our eyes off of Jesus and we try to and we try to just you know, waffle our way through and figure it out for ourselves, we miss it. So the truth is that God is love. God is the source of love. He's the only one who can keep our love burning strong and bright. But here's the lie, Miss Evelyn. And I'd like to talk about this a little bit because the warning is, again, found in Matthew 24:12 that this relationship with God will keep our love hot and steady. Mm-hmm. Okay? But here's the lie that the world wants us to believe is that God doesn't belong in this equation when we talk about love, that the world would have us believe that love is love. That whatever a person wants to call love is love. Mm. And we're seeing broken lives through this lie. Through this this lie, especially when our youth try to find love in all the wrong places. I know for me, I try to find love in all the wrong places when I was younger. You know, and it never fulfilled those those holes, those gaps, those things I was looking for was empty. This understanding of love, this lie, Miss Evelyn, it's twisted. 
and, and hearts mm-hmm. become cold and dark. Would you agree that that's the lie that the world is telling us right now? It is the lie, and you can get it on television free. Uh, every other, Really? It, you know, just yeah, one day, just stop and think how many times, you know, the word love is misused on television. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing is, is that we have proof that Jesus Christ is the lover of our soul. He gave his life. Mm-hmm. He gave everything he had mm-hmm. that we could have what he has under the Father. And, you know, and, and one of the the best scriptures of all is God is love. God is love. So you can't take him out of that equation. That's right. Yeah. And we can't insert something else in there. Kathy, what, what do you have to add to this topic? I know you're very passionate about this. Yeah, I think that's so right. And, you know, I, it, it was probably only a couple months ago because I've heard this love is love, love is love. I mean, there are videos on it. And, oh, and now yeah. they're building this into our curriculum where kids are watching this stuff. And I realized, oh, my goodness, up to this point, we've always known God is love. God is love. And when you say love is love, you literally take God out. Mm-hmm. You you take him out and you say, hey, I don't even want his name mentioned when it comes to love. No, 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 no. You're getting rid of the source of love and you're saying that love is love, that, that love is its own source, that however you want to define love, that that's love. And, you know, I, I think if you're you're hitting a child and you're calling that love or you're um, committing your life to someone who can't commit commit back and you're calling that love or you're watching these horrible um, things on on video mm-hmm. or these horrible pictures and you're calling that love I just it, it just breaks my heart because we have this this youth that has been trying to find love in all of these wrong places and it's just progressively getting worse and worse to where their love, their understanding of love gets so twisted and so dark that, that their love does grow cold. They believe, don't talk to me about love. There is no love. There's, right. there's no life transforming, life giving love that they have this experience of love that, a love that takes and takes and takes. But God says, no, 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 no baby. My love gives. My love is about giving to you. And I love that that when when we talk about God's love, it is a life-giving, life-transforming love that is on fire for us. And it lights something in us that is beautiful and wonderful and makes us better. It, God's love never makes us bitter. It always makes us brighter. And um, I just... I want more of it. The more I get of it, the more I want of it. And it's not something that that burns us up. It's something that just makes us better. Mm. Never makes us bitter, but only makes makes us us better. better. She's been hanging out with you, Miss. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Kathy, when you think about a a world in which we live in today, there's just... uh, Anger and disappointment and uh, lie, all those things that separate us from what, who it is that God wants us to be. The Lord Jesus came and paid the price for that. And so we start with him. You can't go to God the Father 
any other way but through the name of Jesus Christ. And that's what love is. If we love him enough to vibe by what he said, he said, he said to Peter, uh, he looked at, a ro- at the ground, he looked at the soil, and he saw a rock. And he said, upon this rock I will build my church. Why do you think he said that at that particular time? It's because he loved Peter and he knew Peter wasn't going to be perfect. But he told him, he said, upon the rock, the stone, I will build my church. And that he says that to each one of us. We can, you know, we can get up one Sunday and say, I'm not going to church. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And the next day, you start over again. But one thing for sure is the Scriptures tell us God is love. Why did Jesus come? Because God is love. Mm -hmm. And he wants us to learn to live and love like Jesus does. Well, and he came to to give us freedom. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Is we is the, is oh, yeah. the people are so burdened down by rules and laws that they didn't have a focus on love, and that this is a freeing love. And um, you know, I think so many times we we get it wrong, as Kathy said, that we believe these lies. <laughs> and when we, no, I'm not good enough to be loved. Exactly, love. and we take our focus off of the true love, the lover of our soul. Mm-hmm. Friends, when we return to Love Talk, I can't, I can't believe it. We only have one segment left. We'll finish up the V and the E in love. What will those be? Hmm, I don't know, Miss <laughs> Evelyn. Maybe that it's vital and everlasting when we return to Love Talk right after this. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You have found the love ladies, the first lady of love, Miss Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock, and I am Coach Carrie Brinkater right here on the bridge, Austin 101 FM and 1120 AM. What a glorious time it is. I don't know where you are listening to us, but you can always find the bridge, Austin, on the app. Just go to the app store, type in the bridge, Austin. You can download that app and you can listen anywhere, anytime. And of of course, if you want to listen to the Love Ladies, and when it's not on a Saturday afternoon, you can go to our archives at Love Talk Network, and you can find all of our past shows. You can listen to that while you're getting ready in the morning. You can listen to that um, maybe through your headphones at work. Um, <laughs> Watch it. <laughs> I know. I know. Just make sure you get your job done. Um, but it'll probably make you happy for the rest of the day, I bet. Um Anyhow, we're so grateful and thankful that you're with us. We're talking about love today. And our first two points, the L in love is like no other. And the O is it is on fire for us. Now, Miss Evelyn, this V, um, V, that love is vital to life. Walk us through that. What does vital mean? Essential. Essential. You can't do without it. Absolutely. It is vital to life. Because God's love forgives. I'm going to tell you what he does. Okay. God's love lives. I mean, it forgives. It it comes on board and it it uses that holy eraser, we call it. (laughs) Thank goodness. I need need a big one. Okay. The next one is God's love heals. He doesn't leave holes in things. Mm. He puts the Band-Aid on it if it needs to or he sews it up. You know, we don't really understand how God's love heals us in a way that we can be who it is he's designed us to be. Mm-hmm. And then it redeems. That's why Jesus came. And we might, you know, we might follow him 40 years of our life and suddenly just disobey him or 
just say, I'm through with you, or I don't believe anymore. But you know what? Jesus never throws us away. Mm. We can throw it away, but Jesus never throws us away. And then the main one, I think, is that God's love satisfies us. It fills that thing in life you cannot describe. And it does in a way. He said, forget, he said, forget not all of his benefits. He forgives all our sins, heals our diseases, redeems our life from the pit. Pit's when you get in that pitiful place. You know, that's mm-hmm. what a pit is. Pitiful. A pitiful place. Yeah. <laughs> and crowns you love and compassion. That. He satisfies your desires with the good things. And that's from Psalm 103. We don't, we are absolutely, totally dependent on God's word. Old Testament, New Testament. Jesus came. He is the word. And that is the thing that builds love in our life for, for him. And for others. And when, when we think about it, uh, what does it lead us to, Kathy? What does God's love lead us to? God's love always leads us to salvation. It's a love that, that saves us no matter where we are. You know, and that's why we call Jesus Christ a savior. He saves us literally. Sometimes in the position that we're in in life, or this, especially the position that we're in spiritually, it's the Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short, but God, through Jesus Christ, has given us a Savior that saves us from the penalty of sin and gives us eternal life. And Psalms 109.26 says, Help me, Lord, my God, save me according to your unfailing love. Mm. And Carrie, I know God's love, it also leads it does. And, you know, I, I kind of want to go back to God's love satisfies for just a second. Miss um, Evelyn, you mentioned that mm-hmm. in your list, uh, forgives, heals, <clears throat> redeems, and satisfies. You know, coaching young women for so long, I've seen so many women try to fill their lives with things that mm-hmm. never satisfy. Um you know, whether it was, um, you know, partying, uh, alcohol, uh, uh, you know, endless procession of, of, of men or, or women, um, you know, just stuff, filling their lives with things that just don't matter and that are never going to satisfy, continually chasing that next thing that you think is going to satisfy. And, God says, I have the perfect thing for you, and I'm going to lead you right to it. And it's and it's my love. I'm going to show you what it feels like to be satisfied so deeply that you you will thirst for nothing else. And and that's how he it, it just leads us right to salvation. And and I love uh, this verse in Exodus 15:13. If your unfailing love in your unfailing love you love you will lead the people you have redeemed. In your strength, you will guide them to your holy dwelling. Mm-hmm. And it also tells us in Proverbs, I, I tell you, friends, open that book of Proverbs. If you go through one chapter of Proverbs a day, it, it really is life-changing, and you can get through the book in a month. A lot of times um, when I was driving my kids to school, I'm not doing that anymore because I have a driver, but we would go through, what if it was the 14th of the month, we'd go through uh, Proverbs 14 that day on the way to school, and um this Proverbs, Proverbs twenty one twenty one says, whoever pursues righteousness and love will find life, prosperity, and honor. So pursuing this 
Love Avenue. Man, it fills our life with all kinds of great things. Now, Miss Evelyn, God's love also enables us to love rightly. What does that mean? Well, he says, dear friends, let us love one another. Let us do this now. This is our goal. Let us do this. For love comes from God. Now, the, there it is again. Yes. John's talking about this. You know, the book of John, he's, there's three different letters he wrote, and all he wrote about was love. Mm-hmm. And, and John says, however, however, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. First John 4, 7. If we are born of love, that means you come to that point where you give your life totally to the Lord Jesus. That's what birth is. And he... He changes those things that make you right with the Father mm-hmm. as he works on our lives. And, and we've talked about all of them. You're forgiving. You know, there's nothing worse in, in the world than a woman that's mad. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Never happy. Never sad. Or, you know, just always in trouble. You know, uh, love heals. Relationships or whatever it is, it heals. But you have to go to the Lord to get it. You do, because you can't draw it from inside. It'll run out. It'll run out. It'll flat run out. And when we continue to turn our face to Jesus, he just gives it to us every single day. Okay, so, Kathy, we've got the L. It's it's a love like no other. We've got the O. It's a love that is on fire for you. We've got the V. We've got that it's vital for life. And take us through that E, Kathy, that it is everlasting. And, I mean, an everlasting love, that is pretty incredible. A love that is never going to run out. It, it, it's a love that is not just for the moment, but it lasts a lifetime. It lasts, everlasting is, is eternity. There's no end to God's love. It, and it's a love that's never going to quit on us. I mean, talk about the Energizer Bunny. You know, that's <laughs> nothing compared to God's love. This is a love that's never going to quit, never going to run out, especially when you need him most. He is right there. There's the, the word in for everlasting love in the Old Testament. It is called olam, and it means a long duration, forever and ever, evermore, perpetual, ancient, of long time, of past and of future, always, continuous existence, perpetual, indefinite or unending future, eternity. And that's what we're talking about when we're talking about this everlasting love of God. It is from our past and into our future. It is an indefinite and unending future. And when we talk about the everlasting love that brings us into everlasting life, it reaches all the way into our indefinite past, all the way into our indefinite future. And it brings us to a place of eternity and salvation. And there's this great um, verse in Jeremiah 31.3. It says, the Lord appeared to us in the past saying, I have loved you. With an everlasting love, I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. And in Psalm 103, it says, but from everlasting to everlasting, the love's lo- the, the Lord's love is with those who fear him and his righteousness is with their children's children. So, friends, this is what frees us. This is what fills our hearts. It's not a limited quantity. It's never going to quit on us. We do get this warning. It says those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God's love for them. So we can hold on to something else so tight that we turn away from God's love. But what we'd encourage, what, what we'd encourage you to do, and this is, this is something that I always have to remember myself is what am I holding on to tighter than I'm holding on to God? 
and I let that go and turn to God. And it's just, it, there's, when you let go those fears and those frustrations and those, that long list of things and you instead focus on God and his long list of promises for you, that is when you're stepping into this everlasting love. What a freeing experience. I think my, my favorite verse from today, girls, is that Proverbs verse 2121, whoever pursues righteousness and love will find prosperity and will find life, prosperity, and honor. So it's telling us pursue Jesus, pursue his face, pursue his heart, because he will give you that love that overflows that we can't manufacture within our bodies. No matter how much we want to, no matter how much we say, okay, today's going to be better than yesterday. I'm going to be slow to anger. I'm going to be quick to forgive. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to be on my game today, right? Without the Lord guiding our feet and stuff on, mm. we won't get there. We won't get there. You know, all of this is free. It is. He's waiting. He is waiting. And he has a gift to give each one of us. He does. And, you know, friends, it's easy. It's as easy as the ABCs. It's as easy as admitting that you're a sinner, that, you, that you've fallen short, and that you need Christ to come in and fill you with that love. And we're going to continue to fall short. But with Jesus in our hearts, we're forgiven every single day when we ask. And that B is just to believe that Jesus is God's son, that he died on that cross, that he rose again on the third day to offer us this free gift of salvation and his love forever. And the C is just to confess your faith in Jesus. Go tell someone. Find a church that is preaching the word. Tell the pastor that you want what this is in your life, this love that Jesus can bring. Friends, we love you, and we thank you for joining the Love Ladies on Love Talk. We pray that during this week between Christmas and New Year's that you would be filled with Christ's love, that you would search for it no longer, that you would seek his face and allow it to fill all those places that you're longing for. For my good friends, Miss Evelyn Davison and Kathy Underbrock, I'm Coach Carrie Brinkader, and we'll see you next time right here on Love Talk.